Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, come on, give God some praise. Getting that ready, y'all. Turn your Bibles to Psalms 100. We're going to stay with the theme of the week. Oh, give thanks. And this holiday season of giving thanks, we're going to remind ourselves to give while we give thanks to God. Amen? Amen. Again, we thank everybody for being here, our guests for being here. Uh, me and Lady D would love to shake your hands for you took the time out to come here to be our guest, and we would love to, to meet you uh, after service in the atrium of the, the lobby. Amen? All right. You know, I don't want, hey, where Tiff, Tiff go? Tiff gone? Huh? God made a way somewhere? <laughs> I don't want to start nothing. Y'all need to start a little group. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell your pastor I said nothing like that. <laughs> I'll put you on Graham label. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you working, baby. Entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, well, shout out to the Browns, man. Listen, they, they got that thing down to a science, man. They got that thing down to a science. You better get in there. Jasmine, don't play. You, you, on time, you, you get your basket or you'll get on up out of here. You know what I'm saying? In Jesus' name, we love you. It's about time you got here. Here's your basket. Come on, come on, man. That's my girl, though. We, 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 in love now. We're going we gonna, to we gonna feed you, but you know, you better be right. <laughs> That's all right. Are you there? So let's see our confession. <clears throat> God's covenant teaches us how to live God's way. I am who it says I am, and I can do what it says I can do. Therefore, all the Lord has said, I will do and be obedient. Amen. I'll be reading from the NLT uh, version of Psalms 100. Verses 1 through 5. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Now, now, okay, we'll get to it. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and or we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is God, good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. You may have your seats. God bless you all. And so we want to talk about old gift thanks as worship. All right? So we're going to talk about uh, worship this morning. Old gift thanks. Everybody say, old gift thanks. And it's a worship to God. All right? Look at your giving thanks as a worship to God. God created us for worship. And I, I love the Bible because the Bible, I mean, the, I, I'm going to start talking the Bible. Our covenant with God, God's covenant with us, reveals to us why Keith Graham came into existence. And the reason I came into existence, now, now, now remember this is very, very important, why you came into existence. Why are you here, you here on earth? This is very important because once you understand, establish why you're here on earth, then everything you look at, you can see if it's, it's, it, it's, if it's living according to it, God's intentions, okay? You got it? It's not that you're judging anybody, but it's saying, is that God's intentions, okay? Like, uh, 
is it God's intention for me to be a playboy and just kind of get, get a bunch of women? No, no, I'm not, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? It's God's God intention. I mean, if you just sit back and say, God's sitting up in heaven, and he's kind of perverted, because he's going to create these men, and they're just, they're just going to kind of go around and get a bunch of women. That's, that's, that's what God had in mind. So if you, when you start putting things in perspective, you say like, no, God, that ain't right. You see what I'm saying? If you put yourself in and say, is, would God create this kind of stuff? You know, and so what I found out from this uh, covenant word, what his intentions was, and his intentions, what he created us, was to give him worship. For everything comes from him. Everything comes from him, the Bible says, and exists or created by his power and is intended what? Is intended for what? It's intended for what? So get the revelation this morning. You were created for his glory or his worship. All right. So now you say like, okay, am I living like that? All glory to him forever. All worship goes to him. Amen. God, listen to this. Let, let's, let's humble ourselves. Because he created us and we didn't create ourselves. You got it? That's humble right there. But think about this. He didn't need to create us. This is not an egotistical statement where God, I'm going to get to people and they're going to get off on me. That's not what this is saying. He didn't need, now, think, think, humble ourselves now. He didn't need to create Keith Graham. He chose to create Keith Graham. To worship him. That I would be so enthralled, I'd be so, so thankful that I did not exist and he created me into existence because he chose me. If he did not choose me, then Keith Graham would never be known into eternity. If, if God didn't choose you to create you, you would never have been known into eternity. You would not be here. You would not be known. You would never existed. If we just sit back and think about this. Worship brings homage to God. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. There's a saying that says God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is worship. God's gift to me is, his, is life, but my gift back to God is worship. And whatever I do, whatever I'm doing, if it's marriage, if it's money, <clears throat> if it's service, if it's treating you, it all points back to worship. Everything is worship. Worship is not regulated to singing, dancing, shouting, clamorously acting foolish, which is all good in the Bible, right? Reading, communion, and all that, preaching. That's, this is not just the worship setting. Everybody says, I'm going to church to worship. No, you should be worshiping every day. Every day is a worship to God. If, if your marriage is distorted, you're not worshiping God. Because your intent in marriage is to, is to give God worship through your marriage. So, see it's, easy, see, it's easy to preach, but it's more difficult to have an interpersonal relationship in a marriage and give God glory. Amen. See, people don't care so much about how we raise our hand. They don't want to care how does that translate into everyday life when you worship. That's what turns people off from church. We look good in here, but when we take it practically into the world, we don't look so good with it. So how does worship look when we interact with people with our boss? 
How do I worship God when I interact with my boss? Because worship is not regulated on Sunday morning. Like, I went to worship service. No. Everything's worship. Got to get that mindset. Worship is for God, not you. So when you come to church, I didn't get nothing out of worship. It wasn't for you anyway. See, it's the wrong statement. Worship is not, it's for God. That means if you say, I didn't get nothing out of that, that means you didn't put nothing in it. Because it's not for you. God gets one thing, worship. Everything else, you know, y'all can have. Just give me some worship. All right? But y'all come here and try to get my worship. No, 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 no. You are supposed to be here worshiping me. So if you leave and say, man, I ain't getting nothing out of that. What, say back to yourself, I didn't put nothing in it. Worship, and, worship is not music. So some people can't get into certain types of music. Well, you know, I could get in, but the music. No. Worship is lyrics. God supersedes, supersedes cultural music. And it says, listen to the Because the lyrics are about me. So the beat may not be yours, but it just says, he's a wonderful God. Hey, that's me. It supersedes the lyrics. So when you say I can't get into it because of the lyrics, that you're wrong because you should be getting into it, into it because of the lyrics. Listen to the lyrics. If he's a wonderful God, why ain't you on your feet? Well, the lyrics, I don't get into the lyrics. What the lyrics got to do with he's a wonderful God? Just talking about worship. Give God thanks. But the hour is coming, and now he is here. When the true worshipers will worship the Father, not one another, in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to what? Worship him. Worship him. Not artists, not famous people, not everything. Him. We worship fame over faith. Yes, we do. If a famous person come in here, we worship them before we worship our faith. We scream at concerts over fame. And forget, we don't scream over our faith. You go to a basketball game and act a fool. But come to church and say, I don't do that. You're putting fame over faith. And God said, no, 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 no. I don't deal with all that. Don't put fame over faith. Faith goes before fame. Offer God thanks daily. We are taught to give thanks when we're little. Isn't that right? Amen. Giving thanks is a courtesy or a conduct. Make your life a thank you offering to God. Make your life a thank you offering to God. Every morning you're like, oh, thank you. I'm, a, I'm just a thank you offering to God. Give God thanks. Daily, the scripture says. Now, what does it say? What does it say? Let's read it. I will praise that word praise, and I remember these words, because we're going to get into it. I will praise, it means Barak. All right, he says, I will Barak, I will give thanks by kneeling to you at all times. Then it says, I will constantly speak his praises, that's Tahila, meaning Tahila means spontaneous. I will just make things up. 
as the Spirit gives me. Every day, as I, if, if I see a stoplight, oh, thank you, Lord, for the stoplight, oh, thank you, Lord, you just make stuff up. He says, I will co constantly make things up just to give you thank you. I, I, you know, I just think, I say, oh, thank you, Lord, my eyelids work. Thank you, Lord, thank you. Thank you. You, just, you just start thinking things up. You just think of things. Oh, Lord, I, you, every time you, you wake up in the morning, because it's not guaranteed that you wake up, right? So you wake up, you say, oh, thank you, Lord, I woke up. I mean, I just keep giving you thanks. Now, remember this, this is going to work on your behalf, people. And, and you've been duped to understand something about giving thanks and the power that it shows in the Bible about what God does when you give thanks. Now, now, now think, think about this. We're made in the image of likeness of God, right? So we are like God, so that means we kind of like what God likes, right? So when you first, uh, or, or when you, we teach, you teach a child when they first born, you teach them to say what? Thank you. Isn't that right? If, if I give them, it always, doesn't, never happen, always happens when a parent, I give a child something I ain't supposed to be doing, candy or whatever, right? and, and they say, say, they want some chips in my office. And soon they take the chips, they'll say, hey, 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 go back and tell PK. We get it, don't we? But how come we can't come in here and say, because every day he's giving you some breath, why don't you say? So I don't understand why people don't stand up in church every Sunday and say, you're rude. You're rude. It's just rude. I give you something. Ain't no way I'm going to give you something. You walk out and tell me, you don't say nothing to me? Guess what? I'm not going to give you again. Isn't that right? That, that, that takes, that takes, that's what you want, man. When you give, it's not manipulation, but it's just something to God in you, right? When you do something with somebody, man, you, all, you don't want nothing back. You, all you want is a, and you feel like, oh, wow. It just makes you feel like a God. Like, like, that's how God feels like, yes. But you give somebody something that really means something to you, and they look at it, and they just go, it leaves you some kind of way, don't it? What you, how do you think God feel on Sunday morning when you come up in here? He, He's looking at you, he's like, God, feeling some kind of way. Like, man, didn't I just help them get to church? Did, 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 did. See, the, the problem of it is, I'm, I'm keeping things back that they don't see. But so they should just thank me for things unseen. Because I know something out there was trying to get me, but I know you kept it back. Thank you. See, I ain't got to see the thing because I already know God working on my behalf. So I thank him for the unseen stuff. So don't wait for the scene because that's, that, see, God works in preventative. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it, they always tell you, get, do preventative. Don't you know, the, what's the other thing after that? The preventative and then you have what? When you get sick, you got to have what? The treatment of it and everything, right? But they said the best medicine is preventative. So God is preventing things from you people. And that's why it says that the clause in there in my, in my covenant with him, he says, listen, you may be going through things, but I'm not putting more on you than you can take it. That means I'm preventing some stuff. Oh. So, so why ain't we saying thank you? Let's just practice it right now. Thank you! Now, did that hurt? Now, did that hurt? Did, did that hurt? Now, some people still didn't say thank you. No, 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 some people just say no. no, no. But, they, but they, they're regulating it to me and not understanding I'm talking on behalf of God. Then I'm teaching a people who was not a people how to be his people. And the courteous, the thing to be courteous is the thing you teach your children is to say 
Thank you. So next, you know, next time we get together in life groups or in, in here, we should have a thank you service. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, Maurice and them shouldn't have the pump and prime. Now, come on, y'all, come on, say thank you. Come on, say thank you. Listen, if I did something for you, and then somebody next to you told me, say thank you, and you sitting there going, they say, come on, say thank you. Do I want the thank you? No, keep the thank you. You know what I'm saying? If you got to do all that, forget it. Now, remember this now. If, if God is real, Tiffany, if God is really real, I believe he is. He's up there watching us, right? And if, if Tiffany and all them praise leaders and singing, talking about, come on, y'all, get with it, get with it. God say, no, 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 that's all right. No, forget it. No, 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 really, right? Wouldn't you do that? No, this is just too hard to say thank you to me, but, but not today. You know, and then God just lifts up. You know, y'all go ahead and have y'all little service, go through it, right? But I, I ain't dealing with all that. And I'll see y'all next time y'all get together. He's, if he's real, the, the worst indictment is you don't want to praise him ever to say, get with it, y'all. When he starts saying that, I think God checks out. Because I would check out. That, to me, that would be so embarrassing. Come on, please. Come on, praise him, praise him. Come on. I would, I would, personally, I would. So we don't ever want the praise team to come to a point like, come on, y'all, get with it. Come on, come on, let's praise the Lord. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The whole song is like, come on, get with it. Because he's checking out. And as a pastor, sometimes, you know, you go through this, and sometimes maybe I should do it. I just say, hey, listen, we're not with it today. Let's just go home. Nobody's mad. We're just not with it. But because when we start, if you got to start doing all this begging and all that kind of stuff, people, God didn't left the building. Because I believe he's real. And I have some attributes like God. You would leave the building. We celebrating you up here, right? We're going to put you up here. We're going to celebrate you. And everybody, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. We want to celebrate them. Come on. And you sitting there waiting for everybody to come. Come on. We're going to celebrate. You'd be like, make people coming in. All right. All right. They come, you know, like you out in the lobby, right? Because we <clears throat> we're in here praying to God. Some people out in the lobby, right? So we told them, come on in. Come on in. And they come, nah. And they just come in one by one. After a while, you don't feel good about this. You just don't feel good about this. You wouldn't, would you? Come on. So how do you think God feels? We just think he can just take anything. Like he ain't got no feelings. Right? He does, people. And so we want to give him thanks. You got it? So why do we give him thanks? The Bible says, give thanks, a yada, to the Lord. Why? For he is good. And what? His faithful love endures forever. That is awesome, man. That's what we want to do it for, right? Why do we give him thanks? Because he's just good. He's just a good God, and we just want to give him thanks for everything that he does. So let's get into the message this morning about my four points, right? You got your notes? This is this. First of all, let's get the first part. Let's just set it up how we're supposed to come to worship, right? Oh, give thanks. It says, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. So that tells me worship is loud. Right? It should be loud. And then worship the Lord with, why can't we look so sad? No, no, right? 
Because, again, we're coming here with our life on our minds and not God on our minds. I'm not saying you're not going through some things. I'm not saying that you got a bad diagnosis this week. I'm not saying that your, your marriage is tripping. I'm not saying that your finances are funny. What I'm saying is you don't come in here to worship your finances. You don't come in here to worship your marriage. You don't come in here to worship your health. You come in here to worship so now we can say God is good even though things are not good with me. But you come in here to worship your money. Your money funny, you funny. You come in to worship your relationship. Your relationship funny, you funny. No, that's not worship. Worship ain't here to talk about you. Worship here is about God. So I got funny money, but I still worship God. I got a tricky relationship, but I'm still worshiping God. I got a bad diagnosis, but I'm still worshiping God because I came here to worship God, not my health, not my relationships, not my money. That's what worship is about. It's not about your stuff. It's about God. And we worship God, then God then makes himself known as God. But don't give thanks. So it says this way, make shout joy. Worship Lord with glad. You glad? Come before him singing with Everything's up, man. Everything is like, hey, it's a celebration going on up in here. Right? Then this, look at this, what it says. It, then acknowledge him that the Lord is God. Right? Then it says this, humble yourself. Why? He made us and we are his. Wow. Why? Because he made us. Why are we doing all this happy? Why? Because he made us. He made us as people who were not our people. He made us. Oh, my God. Yes. You see, worship comes from us understanding what God has done for us. We understand what he's done for us, so we want to worship him. Amen, because he's good. His love endures forever. Not that knucklehead that left me. You know what I'm saying? No. God's love endures forever. You got it? And that's why people get mystified. They say, man, I know what they're going through. I know their life is jacked up. But they get to worshiping their God and seem like they just get on another rim of reality. That's what worship is all about, people. Think about this. Worship is, is we're going to say, telling God who he is, right? So when you worship something above God, you're, you're saying who it is. So when you have sickness and you begin to worship it, you say, oh, sickness got me. That's a praise. Amen. Oh, sickness is going to take me down. That's a praise. Amen. Oh, God, they said I got two years. That's a praise. Because you're exalting sickness. But when you keep your mind on God, you give him the praise. But he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my heal for me. He's the Lord my righteousness. He's the Lord that God. He's the Lord who can take sickness from me and not touch me. Oh, that the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. People, I'm giving you a principle that's in our covenant with God. If we ever get it, we're on another realm of reality and spiritual manifestation in the church. Just the simple thing of the courtesy that we teach all times that becomes our conduct, that we are grateful people who always give God thanks. That's what it's saying, all right? So it's this, for he is good, his mercy do it. Then it says this, acknowledge the Lord, he is God. He made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. You know what that means? We are the sheep that he takes to 
provision, prosperity. He's the one who's taking care of me, not myself. So I give him praise. I give him honor. I give him glory. So here we go in the first three points, all right? Oh, give thanks. First point is, it's the first order of worship. The first order of worship. The first thing you say when you get up in the morning is thank you. It is the first order of worship is thanks. Before you start asking me for stuff, say thanks. <laughs> Before you start asking me for stuff, I know you're going to petition me, right? But first, say thank you. It is the first order of worship. Anytime you get into worship, the first order of worship is everybody say what? What did it say? Enter his gates with? It is the first order of worship. Go into his courts with praise. All of these praises, and, and, and I'll show you, have an underroot foundational principle of thank you. It's the root of it is always thanks. It's always acknowledging what he has done and has given him thanks. Now look what it says here. For why should we do this when we come in here? For the Lord is what? They repeat the psalm. What they did was repeat the psalm here. His unfailing love continues to forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Meaning, God, I'm just thanking you because you're going to take care of me. And not only that, you're going to take care of my grandkids. And they're going to take care of my grandkids' kids and my kids' kids. You're going to, I just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I just thank you about everything. Point two is, it's an expression of our worship. It's an expression of our worship. It's, it's an expression of our gratefulness. When God said this, when he created us, now get this now, when God created us, and I said he, he created us for worship, right? He, he wasn't saying, um, I'm going to create these people because I got an ego issue and I need people to worship me. No, he, he wasn't saying that. What he was saying was, I'm going to create these people and I'm going to be so good to them that I'm going to produce worship in them of gratefulness. That's how he's doing it. He's not saying worship me because I'm God. No, he's saying worship me because you've seen what I have done. Gratefulness produces our worship. If you're not grateful, it doesn't produce worship. That's why he says give thanks, because thanks produces the worship that God wants to hear from you. So when you wake up in the morning you, and you say, did you buy that air? Is it yours? Remember, yeah. he, he, he breathed. And you say, thank you for the air. Before you start looking at your husband, talking, Ugh, say thank you for the air. <laughs> Before you start yelling at the kids, say thank you for the air. You know what I'm saying? Because everything's going to mess up your day after that. So just start thanking them. <laughs> Before you get on the job, say thank you. Thank you for the job. I may not like nobody on there, but thank you for the job. <laughs> and nobody doesn't like you either, but just thank you for the job. You know what I'm saying? There's a two-way street. People are like, I don't like them. They don't like you either. <laughs> like you all, you, like you the epitome. Like everybody's supposed to like, you know, you ever, you ever thought about they kind of run when you come to? <laughs> it's always a one-way street, right? 
them, them bad kids down there, you think maybe your kids are bad? You know what I mean? Like, why is always somebody else, right? But give them thanks, right? So it says, it's an expression. Now let's go to this again, and I'm going to show you this wonderful, wonderful passage of scripture in the Hebrew ter terms of how they worship and how we should emanate that. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. It's called a todah. Now todah means this. When we enter in, todah means sacrifice. Bring a sacrifice to God. Bring something to him. Todah has a root of it. It says, come and thank him for what he has done, but also thank him for what you believe he's going to do. So he says, that's what you come in with the thanksgiving. When you start coming in that door, you're saying, thank you for what you've done for me in the past, God. What, what you're saying is, I acknowledge that you've done something for me. But God, I know what you're going to do ahead of me. See, that, that's, that's where, where we miss it in the church, in the worship setting. That we don't decree and declare what he's going to do. We just sing songs. But the songs have meaning to God because they are laden with what? Lyrics. So the lyrics can be sung to what God's going to do. The children of Israel would sing songs to God about what he's going to do. So we sing, so when the people start singing the songs, the songs have a meaning to it because it's what God's going to do or has done. And it becomes now relevant to us. We're like, oh my God, yes, he's done this, he's healed me, but yet God is going to heal me again. He, we sing those songs and it becomes relevant to the people and the people begin to see. And that's what it meant, Toda, Toda meant to sacrifice, give him something like your offering. God, I thank you for you giving me, but now I'm giving you because I'm expecting you to give back to me because you said in your word. It's an expectation of past and present things. So come into the gates. Come into the church with the expectation that God's going to do something that you, that you believe in him for, and you're just going to praise him for what he's going to do. You're singing the, the healings. You're singing the, the prosperity. You're singing the togetherness. You're singing the reconciliation in your family. You're singing it. Everybody say, you know you ain't going to make it. Yes, I am because God is good. That's my praise for what he's going to do. This is the practice, people. Where is God at? He's telling us in his covenant, this is how he moves. It says, go into his courts with praise. Now, the courts was closer to him. Tehillah is a phrase that meant go to him with unpracticed songs that comes from heaven spontaneously. Meaning you practice all these songs, but Tehillah means God put something in your spirit and they began to sing it. Yes. Yes. It's, you, you, you practice all week, praise, sing, practice song all week. They get up in there, all of a sudden the praise leader gets something else and everybody flows with the praise leader. Because God is singing through the praise leader what he wants to be sung. That's Tehillah. That's what they meant by Tehillah. It's spontaneous. It's a spiritual song. Speaking to yourself in spiritual songs. It means God is directing the praise leader to sing. They say, we didn't practice that. Shut up. Follow me. Follow me. God is saying something at this moment. It is prophetic. It is prophetic. And the people say, like, ooh, something's going on here. Oh, my God. And the praise is like, oh, God. And that's Tehillah. He says, come to me with Tehillah. People, this thing is not joking around. This is not no man-made stuff. This is a God takeover kind of worship that God is involved in us. We start it. He takes it over. That's what this Tehillah is. Tehillah is God moving spiritually in the people, in the singers at that point in time. And then he said this, <clears throat> give, give thanks. So the Tehillah come over, and then you go into the point of giving thanks. It means to extend your hands and give him thanks. 
So if you're not extending your hands, he says, you're not extending your hands. Why? It, it's the point of surrender. And then it says, um, and praise his name, mean Barak. So let's go through it again. Todah is give thanks by sacrifice. Tehillah so is give thanks by singing spontaneously. And then Yada means give thanks by surrender. Meaning, you know a lot of times why you don't raise your hands? Because you ain't surrendered to it. Because if I say lift your hands, I ain't do it. See, you ain't surrendered. But God has a way in our bodies when we wake up. What do we do when we wake up in the morning? God gonna get you to raise your hands. Oh, you don't hear me up in here. Your body, your body knows. Your body says, your body says, ah, yes. God has said, I'm gonna get it from you. No, what? what? I'm gonna get it. You're gonna raise your hands. Your body gonna raise his hands. Oh, you don't hear me up in here. But you, you, but you go to a football game and raise your hand. You let the cheerleader tell you what to do. Raise your hand like you don't care. You, be... you ever see the concert? They be Tahila. They Barack. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They, you know, you ever seen a Tahila? When they sing and all of a sudden they change it. That's a Tahila. They start making words up to the song they ain't there. They say, that words because they, they got another. They say, hey, I got something else for this. That's a Tahila. They're going to take this someplace. When they say, throw your hands up in the air and act like you just don't care, that's yada. And the devil just laughing. Because it's a form of worship. And when people fall down and get a touchdown, they fall down. That's a worship. Oh, y'all ain't quiet. That's called a barak, to fall and kneel. They fall down, they got a touchdown, they kneel and give thanks for they accomplished a goal. Shh. We come to church, we ain't coming to the altar and kneel nothing. And we wonder where he's at, because he watches this. He says, they won't kneel. You're not, you're not grateful enough because everything comes from thankfulness. If you're thankful enough, you kneel. You're thankful enough, you lift your hands. So you're not thankful enough. And so you think it's a, it's a, it's a theological thing. or it's like, No, it's, the Bible is telling us. Didn't it say enter his courts with praise? I mean, isn't that right? Didn't it say that? So I'm, not, I'm just saying this is what happened because we want something to happen, right? It's an expression of worship, all right? So we, our worship is expressed. Physically, the last one, it's a weapon of worship. Your battles become your blessings. And that's what the devil don't, don't want you to understand that. Your battle becomes his blessings. All right? Listen to this. It says, let the praises, that's the high L of God, be in their mouths, and a sharp sword in their hands. That means when they went out to battle, they said, let a, the, the praises, the high L. That Hael means a loud shout, a shouting praise. Now, again, this is spiritual, not natural. In the natural people, we look stupid. Not, not stupid, because we go to, you, you can get that stuff. They tell you in the basketball games, yeah, okay. But, we, but because we, we can see what we're shouting about, everybody say that's cool. But when you're in the church, you can't see it. It looks stupid. 
You got it? But it's the same thing, but, but we supposed to have the reality that God is existing, right? So when you say, yes, God, yes! The only person around here really that continually does the high L and the really clamorously foolish things is, is Jocelyn, who's free, don't care about y'all. It's really Jocelyn. Everybody, everybody else is kind of reserved. All right? But you're loose today if, if you want to get involved. All right? It's great. It says, hell. He says, let the shouts be in your mouth when you go into battle. Now, you are speaking in the spiritual realm. Don't worry about what the natural thinking about you. There's something in the spiritual realm going on, people. Just trust me, something's going on that you cannot see, that, you, that it's going to look crazy in the natural, but it's going to be all right in the spirit. You got it? Now listen, let me show you two things like this. Praise is to acknowledge God for who he is. He's the creator. And then we praise him for who we're not, the creation. It's the humility part of it, right? Thanksgiving is to thank God for what he has done and what he's going to do. So praise does what? Acknowledge God, who he is. Thanksgiving is to thank God for what he's done. Psalms 22.3 says this. Yet you are holy enthroned on the praises of Israel. That's Tahila, okay? Now check this out. When we're in the praise and worship, right? I was telling Brittany, I said, man, I said, Tiffany, you know, they were singing, I said, man, the people responded. And I said, uh, the ability to get God, that God sanction your worship, and he sits on it. It's the Tehillah. It is a spiritual thing that even heaven wants to come down and be in your midst. Now let me show you what God did this very quickly and we go home at Jehoshaphat in the battle. In uh, Chronicles, 2 Chronicles. I'm going to tell you about go through this, this, this battle that they took the battle and it became a blessing through giving thanks. You got it? And this is going to be your battle, giving thanks. It says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekel. And the way Jehoshaphat stopped and said, now, Jehoshaphat had been threatened by the, uh, the Amorites, the Moabites, the Mennonites, and the Mosquito Bites. <laughs> All right? They said they were coming against them. All right? All the ites were coming. All the ites was coming, right? You know what you was thinking that too. I mean, I mean, all them ites. <laughs> they were coming at them, right? So Jehoshaphat, now think about this. You get a bad report. Something's going on in your life. It's bad. Jehoshaphat, they said, they said listen, the armies are coming after you. He was the king of Ju uh, uh, Judah at the time. Right? Judah means praise. And, and the, uh, the, the capital was Jerusalem. And they were coming at him, and all these countries were coming at him. And so he, he got afraid. He, the first thing he did when he got afraid, he prayed. And if you look at the prayer, he prayed, and he prayed three things. He prayed, first of all, he prayed who God was. Then he prayed God's promises. Then he asked for help. He, he first told God who he was. 
The second one, he told him his promises. Then he asked for his help. He first told him who he was. Secondly, he told him his promises for his people. The next one is, then he asked for his help. He said, who are you? I got you. Who God is. Pumps me up. What he's promised me makes me confident. Now I ask. Who he is, what he's promised, backs for what I ask. So now I'm going out there confidently because I know who he is and I know what he has promised. He then gets an answer. God says, uh, the prophet stands up and says, hey, the Lord says this. The battle's not yours. It's the Lord's. This is what we're going to pick up. He said, don't worry about it. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Quit fighting. The battle's not yours. It's the Lord's. Get your mouth off for it. Quit talking back to it. It's not yours. It's the Lord's. This is what you're going to do. He says, believe in the Lord, your God. See, believe in the Lord, your God. Then he said, and you will be able to stand firm. I believe in God. I'm standing firm, right? But then he says, believe his prophets or his pastor, and you will succeed. Listen to me. After consulting the people, the king appointed not preachers, singers. We don't need no preaching. No, y'all don't hear that. Sometimes we'll come on Sunday morning, you will say, we're the preaching. No, no, we need some singing this morning. We don't need no word. We need some singing. To walk ahead of the army, because the army ain't going to fight. Singing to the Lord and what? You know what that praising is? Hael. They were in front yelling, yes, yes, here we come. So the enemy could hear them. Hey, here we come. The Lord is with us. They were singing hail. They were loud. This is what they say. Simple song, simple song, simple song, simple song. Ain't no whole lot of lyrics. My kind of song. Ain't no whole lot of lyrics. This is all they say. This is all they sang. This is all they sang. This is all God wanted them to because it's a tahila. This is all God, this is came from a tequila. This is all God wanted them to say. This is my song. It came from heaven. This is my song. Oh, this is very powerful. Thank you, Lord. This is my song. All I want them to do is to sing this song. Listen to the praise lead singers now. When they start singing to you, all right, God's going to open up spiritual tequilas here. And they're going to say, stop, 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 y'all, stop, stop. All God wants to hear is this. Repeat after me. Boom. And just start repeating. Just start repeating what they say. Just start repeating. And God's going to move because it's coming from heaven. It's a tahila. This is what they say. Give what? So what did God need to win the battle? Just to give thanks. <laughs> oh, y'all just missed it. What did, oh, he said, oh, your battle is just give me. You're going to win the battle, just give me. Oh, give thanks. And just know I'm faithful. That's all I want from you. Keep on. At that very moment, after the song, come on now, they began to what? And give praise. The Lord caused the armies of the Ammon, Ammon 
and the Moabs and the Mausir to start fighting among themselves. I mean, they were coming after him. They start fighting themselves. <laughs> now, 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 this is physical, but you got issues in the spiritual realm. Yeah. They'll start, all your enemies that's, that's bothering you, they'll start fighting themselves. People who come against you start fighting against themselves. You'd be, you be sitting back like, Lord have mercy, look at this. All your enemies start falling to the bed of the wayside because God is fighting your battles. God, dog. And then they said this, and the armies of Moab and the Ammons turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of the Seir, they began attacking each other. All because they were singing. People just sing like the spirit realm. You don't know what's going on in the spiritual realm. But, so when the army of Judah, which means praise, arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were lying on the ground as far as they could see. The victory had been won. <laughs> but listen, not only are you going to get the victory, you're going to get the spoils. Not a single one of the enemies had escaped. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the the blessing. They found vast amounts of blessings, of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. God going getting ready to overload you. He's just giving some praise. You guys know you mean you will come out with them blessings like, oh my God, God is good and high. Oh my God! Oh, and what you do? I said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're going to say, oh my God! Look at God! Look at God! Oh my God! Look at this! There was so. Hey, listen. Listen, I, I'm, I'm prophesying to somebody here. There's going to be so much plunder that it took them three days to collect it all. <laughs> You're going to be on three days of blessings on your life. You're going to come on now. Three days of blessing on your life. <laughs> you don't even, you, 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 you say thank you. Just thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And he says, now, now, check this out. Don't forget your fourth day. On the fourth day, they gathered in the valley of The battle had became your blessing, which got its name after the day because the people praised and there. It's still called the Valley of Blessing today. Give God some praise up in this house. Yes! Hallelujah! Yeah! Your battles, your battles will turn into your victories. Hallelujah. Let's got to take away. Your battles will turn into your blessings when you live a life of giving God thanks. Know what? It's the first order of worship. Oh, give God thanks. It's the first order of worship. Be courteous. It's an expression of our worship. It's gratefulness. It comes from a produced out of a grateful heart. Oh, give thanks. It's a weapon of worship. Come on now. Come on, give God some praise up in this house. Father, I thank you.